This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Sherparks and Jack Fritz. Hey. Uh, welcome on in. It's a new edition of Clap Your Hands. Jack Fritz alongside Elliot Sherparks uh, as we... Continue to react to the Embiid list Sixers. Yeah. Not going to lie, Elliot. You know, we started this podcast and we said, we're here to save the Sixers. A lot of podcasts have failed. It was going good at first. A lot of podcasts have failed at trying to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I really felt like we were brought in, much like Nick Nurse, to help put this team over the top. Yeah. Not going well. It's not happening. Um, I think their odds are the lowest they've ever been to win the title. Ever? Yeah. Like, like, even pl- during the 10-win season or no? Well, no. I mean, like, of the, I would guess during the Embiid era, it's probably never been much lower than it is now. Yeah. They're plus 2,200. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know where we're starting. I guess well, I want to st- start with this. I want to start with this. First, uh, tomorrow night. Yes. Out at McGurk's in Fort Washington. We're huge McGurk's people. Um, come hang out. We could have some awesome Coors Light. Must-win game. It is a must-win game. I'm not even kidding. You can't lose to the Hornets. You can't. If you if they lose to the Hornets, then they really might not win another. They really might go like one in ten until Embiid gets. Back. It is unbelievable. Uh, oh, we'll get to it that. But um, event tomorrow night, McGurk's in Fort Washington. Uh, if you missed the first event at at uh, McGurk's and Horsham, McGurk's is phenomenal. Unbelievable food. It's the best. Um, and the egg rolls banging. The Coors Light, uh, dude. I had the uh, I had the lobster mac and cheese. You did, or not yeah. lobster mac and cheese? It was lobster, like a lobster grilled BLT cheese or something. Lobster grilled cheese, phenomenal. Banging. Yeah. I look forward to that tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so so uh, we can talk about Toby over some Coors Lights. <laughs> yeah. We can complain about the Sixers. Either way, um, game starts at seven. We'll be there uh, right then. So definitely come hang out. It'll be a great time. If you want to talk about the Eagles and Phillies. Yeah, also, we can talk about other things. Also on the table. Um, we'll give the Sixers at least the first quarter. They get a quarter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, we, and, and, and last time, you gave out a winning parlay. I did. I gave out a winning parlay. So we can all gamble together. Yes. We can drink beers together. We can have great food together. So it yeah. sounds like a great time. Um, back to the Sixers. It is funny how much this feels like watching the process Sixers. 
Yeah, it is like I thought the Cavs game when they almost won, I felt something. I was like, this is unbelievable. This yeah. is so fun. Well, the Cavs are like almost single handedly keeping them in it too. By like they're the only team the Sixers have beaten in the last like month. Or I know, um, twice. Yeah, but it's they like it's like they compete for three quarters, and then when a team decides, eh, this is over. Yeah, they just eviscerate this team. I I will say so. I was watching the Celtics game in Indy at the combine. And I was actually watching with the Knicks and a Celtics fan. So they were enjoying that. Yeah. Um, but like I will give them props. Like they they are trying hard. Like they are definitely, mm-hmm. I think, getting the best out of what they other than Toby. He's a separate part. <laughs> but like Maxi, I think, has has played better. Um, Melton before he got hurt looked awesome. Like I think they're getting the most you could have hoped for. They're just not good enough. Like I we've probably done so many you know, of this version of the pod, but even just us talking Sixers on air, off air, whatever. Like, there's always a feeling the Sixers are, like, underachieving. I don't think this current group of players, outside of Toby, is <laughs> is underachieving. They're just, they don't, they're not good enough. They're right? not good enough. And they play the tough schedule. Yes. That's why I think the Horn, the, uh, I still want to call them the Bobcats sometimes. That's what, why? I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think the Bobcats at least is like a hunt. I don't know. I remember old. a Mecca Okafor. Yeah. I, I think I had an Mecca Okafor Bobcats jersey. Uh, Gerald Wallace. Gerald Wallace. Raymond Felton. Another one. Um, but that's why I think you like you have to win on Friday because they're arguably even in their current state better than the than the Hornets. But I do think the tough thing. I actually don't. I, I, I don't I'm know. Not sure. In all seriousness, if you if this roster played eighty two games, they I don't think they would be like a playing team. Like they might be like the ten, but they're they would they would not be. Well, and the biggest indictment off of that, because I agree with you, like they're probably a thirty-some win yeah. basketball team. Yeah, I, I don't even, I don't even know if they'd get there. I mean, thirties. We've seen this team win what four games in like twenty tries. Sure. Okay. Maybe they're worse than thirty. I don't yeah. know. But that was always what I pushed back against with the the Maxi's a superstar. Maxi is. Yeah. He, they could trade and beat and build around Maxi. It's like this is what it looks like. Yeah. I'm just letting you know, like this yeah. is what it looks like. So he, yeah. and Maxi's like I thought Maxi against against Celtics shows a lot. To me, like yeah. I thought, I thought he competed his ass off defensively. I never seen him chirp that much. Yeah, he was. There was a uh, some player. I think it was and one where he was really like, like, re, like, like. Well, there's no smiles. Yeah, the smiles are out. Yeah, and I think he's kind of taking this whole this whole leadership thing seriously. I agree. Um, and it actually, it's actually an interesting like Hurts conversation. Like, a, a, like a. Let's hear it. Well, it's just like the, the Eagles want Hurts to be more vocal. Yes. Right, and they want him to. You know, the locker room is is kind of, and by the way, the whole Hurts thing also a factor into it is if you lose Kelsey, BG, and Lane, or, or yeah, then or you, Fletcher, there's more of a leader. You need boy. to be like yeah. they need to be able to turn to the quarterback. He can't just be, he can't be reclusive. He can't yep. be by himself. Um, and it seems like Maxi, he's talked about like I want to be the guy. Like, well, Maxi is very different. Like Maxi seems very outgoing. Right. Just from a, like even if they weren't professional players, like I think Maxi, like wherever he worked, would be like. The fun guy that everyone loves to but be but, around. But I think he's transitioning from fun guy to serious guy. Yeah, which I think is, I agree with which that. Which has to happen. Yeah. Like, I, I appreciate the happiness. I appreciate, like, fun-loving, love playing the sport. But, like, I think there's a different thing when it comes down to being the, the guy. Mm-hmm. There has to be a l- different level of serious. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. And I agree with you against Boston. Like, you know, I was I couldn't hear the audio of, like, what people were saying. But just, like, watching his body language, he seemed like a fired-up version of Maxi that you don't see often. Right. And and he I mean, he got a couple steals on um, yep. on, on some of those. I, don't know, I think it might have been Jalen Brown on one of them. Well, I, I do think he's passing the ball better. Yeah. Um, it was funny. I was wa- like I said, I was watching with a Celtics fan. Dude, <laughs> they hate Jalen. Like, like the Jalen Brown can't dribble thing is, like, a real thing for Celtics fans. Like, he brought it up, like, 
15 times during the game. So the Celtics are clearly good. It is so funny how like they are viewed in Boston versus how they're viewed from the outside. Because yep. I listen to a, a good amount of, of Boston sports radio. Obviously. They are so mad all the time about the Celtics. Yeah. It's like, cause, so basically, like the, the one host was mad that they went inside against the Sixers because like, I've been asking that for two years. Like it took you, it took like, you guys you like going into the paint. Yeah. Like okay. all, he thinks all they do is shoot threes. Right. Right. Um, and he's like, this, this group of losers finally <laughs> figured out, like you have to get to the rim and, and, and two point shots. Like a are, very Boston sports dude, radio was, take. It yeah. was, uh, there was, there, they, this team's lost what? 14 games on the year. Yep. They, and, and it, miserable out there. But the Jalen, Jalen Brown, I think, if I was a Celtics fan, would drive me nuts. Yeah, like I agree. never. Well, especially pa- he's making like you know sixty million dollars a year or whatever. He 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 never passes the basketball. Nope, like never passes. He really can't dribble, and he, and he really can't dribble. That is what's frustrating. I will say now the Bucks laid the Sixers out. Like that was that was ugly. Um, but the East really is just so wide open that that's what's like by keeping me from completely just like burying the Sixers. Dude, the East is so wide open. That people are still like, maybe the Heat. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. Heat what like, about the Pacers? Like, I know. Thousand. I know. Yeah. Um, good win last night against the uh, the Pelicans. <laughs> you're Indiana Pacers. <laughs> you're yeah. Indiana Pacers. I was in Indy watching a Pacers game. I should have gone to the stadium. You should have. Yeah. You should have. Yeah. Uh, you could have seen Halliburton. Only 24, by the way. Wow. People don't say that a lot. People don't talk about. <laughs> people don't talk about his age enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're just. They're just They're just not good enough. They're not it is even, what it is. Like But it's not that they're just not good enough. And this has been developing into my biggest fear with the Sixers. Um and it's kind of been his track record. My biggest fear with the Sixers now and going forward is I don't know if Daryl Morey could evaluate a winning basketball player. You you've been you've been thinking to, this or saying this for a little while. To save his life. Like they have like the fact that he thinks that Buddy Heald was the best player trade at the deadline. Well Buddy is Falling off a cliff. He sure has. Yeah. Which is, you know, I, Buddy Ball has not been very good with Toby on the on the court. I might have jumped out a little bit too far into the Oklahoma Buddy thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, early on, he was playing with that attitude. Sure. Yeah. It's just. By, by the way, like I'm actually glad that Maxi is back to kind of looking more like the Alpha because yeah. I think that's more important than yep. Buddy Heald maybe being the Alpha. But like Buddy Heald, like he had 13 points I think against Boston. Like outside of the first minute where he hit two threes, didn't do. Squat. Yep. Like, especially in the fourth. Didn't do anything. Yep. Tobias Harris. Like it's the Toby thing. He's he's always been a eh player. It's this is the worst. All right. Well, so you want to talk about Toby let's now? Get, let's get the Toby right. discussion out. So it feels a little like I'm yelling into a void because I know everybody just feels this way. But it really can't be stated enough what a disappointment it has been. I think that Toby, for a lot of his career here, you could make the argument was miscast slightly. Like Embiid was the number one guy. And then there was some always always some iteration of number two, whether it was Jimmy, Ben Simmons, Tyrese, like James Harden. So Toby has always been in that position where I think I think like Toby's best version of himself is probably like being on a twenty win Kings team where he gets to like play ISO ball. The right? old King. Yeah. Right, yeah. The, the old, old King. King, sorry. But what they what they've always needed Toby to do that he's never done and it's especially true now is like Toby, man, when they need you to get a bucket, like you have to be ready. And I'm sure it's hard when Embiid and Maxi and then, you know, Harden, Ben, Jimmy, like to just be sitting there and all of a sudden it's like, all right, we need you to go, right? But right now, you know going into these games that you can be the number one guy. Like I know Maxi is, 
But Maxi is the point guard. Maxi is, as we've talked about, is very willing to like, you know, pass the ball and take a back seat. And Toby has just been a complete no-show. And that's the most disappointing part is when he's the third wheel, you can kind of forgive him a little bit. Cause like, you know, Embiid's there and there's a number two. But this is the time where he's supposed to step up and be the guy. And when you have such a large portion of your salary cap committed to someone that's giving you literally nothing, then they, like this is what these are their results. And I yeah, so I think Toby's always been viewed as a disappointment, but there was reasons to move it like to take away that criticism. There's none right now. He is completely and utterly dropping the ball. Totally. And and the thing about Toby is it's so funny. You can almost see in his eyes when it's like it's me time. And yeah. then when he tries to be, it's like <laughs> I'm gonna he take over. He looks out of it though too. Like to your point about Maxi looking like so dialed in competitively, Toby looks like he's not enjoying being out on the court. No, well, well, Toby's a shrinker. Like yeah. when it comes to to big moments, like he's he is. I don't think he wants to be out there. Like I think right. if if. if and you're in the final three minutes of a, of a game six, game seven, and you have a chance to close out a series. Like, I don't think Tobias Harris wants the basket. And I think Maxie, he might be able to do it, but I think he enjoys the moment of getting the basket. I think he's learning how to, I think he's learning. Yeah. I think, this, I think Embiid going out, my, my optimistic view of Embiid going out is Maxie learning how to be one of the alphas on the team. Yep. And I thought the Boston game. Win loss record's not going great for that. Not going great yeah. for that. But it's also like, it doesn't really matter, you know, because when he's back, when Embiid's back, they've turned into one of the best teams in the sport yeah, again. If he's Embiid. If he's Embiid. Yeah. But, like, it's not even about this year. It's about going forward. Like, mm -hmm. he's 23. I think he's learning right now how to kind of do it. This is going to be a good learning experience for him. Growth mindset. I know you're a huge Love fan it. of yeah, uh, you, with am. your football team. Yes. Um. So, I, I think that this is an important developmental curve for Maxi, And I think when we're looking back, when he's like maybe when his career's over, I think he could say that this is the portion where he developed yeah. into one of those guys. And, but but the reason that has to happen and the reason it's happening is because the guy that makes three times as much as him, oh yeah, or more than that, is is like just giving them nothing. It's absurd. And so I think like the question is, what do you do now? Like that is really the next question because he's here. He's the contract's going to expire. He should be someone that's one of your best players. He's obviously not. Like, do you bench him? Do you just not play him in meaningful moments? And then there's two iterations of the team. Like, while Embiid is gone, right now you kind of, although he's been so bad, I don't, I can't say you need him, but, like, he's such a ball stopper, too. Yes. Like, that's what really, like, so uh, Batum said this recently, and he was talking about we can't just count on Maxi to score 50 points. Like, we have to, we can't be a one-pass, one-shot team. And he's talking about Ubre, I think, to an extent. But but Toby, like, that who he, that's well, who he's talking. And campaign. In campaign, all they do, all they do is have a bunch of, <laughs> of one no no movement of bunch the bunch of iso ball. Like yeah. that's all they do. They don't move the ball as well. And so, I and I think, like I said, Maxie's been better at getting the ball to move around. But what would you do with Toby? Like, so you're Nick Nurse. You know he's playing really poorly. But at the same time, like, I mean, now Melton's out again. Like, I don't know what you do. Yeah, uh, he, I think he's just gonna play him. Okay. I think I so I will say that I think the idea that Toby's going to get cut his minutes is wrong. I don't think it's going to happen in the playoffs. But I don't think it's going to happen it, here. It might happen in 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 crunch time though. I don't know. Well, I I think it's interesting because I mean the Warriors literally finally benched Clay. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if the Warriors feel okay benching Clay, but the Warriors are a better run organization than the Sixers. Look at that! Wow. That's true. That's well, they won like five five titles. I know. Um. But yeah, so like, so like, if the Warriors feel comfortable bringing Clay off the bench, I think we can bring Toby off the bench. Yes. Yeah. Um. And 
I like I I'm way more interested to see what Ricky Council can do. Like I think what the I think what the Sixers have to decide is what is our goal of this year now? Right. You know, because if like is it more important to see what Ricky Council can develop into? See what somebody's got to than like running Toby out there. So I think their goal still very much is to win this year. I don't sure though. Yes. Because Pat Pat Bev was has been pretty So Pat Bev, yeah. (laughs) He's definitely backtracked a little. And I don't think he's wrong in the way that the assets that they have, they are saving for the offseason. I think that's true. But I think when it comes to coaching and like playing, look, we just did this with the Eagles. Nick Sirianni and Howie just talked about how well Howie did, about how they probably should have played uh, their young guys more last because year. Because he drafted them. Right. <laughs> I don't think the Sixers are at a point right now where... Oh, wait, what young guys did he want them to play? Uh, Nolan Smith. Okay, that's one. Who well, else? that's a big one. He was a first-round pick. Okay, who else? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Keeley played once they were hurt. He yeah. played? I think, I think he's basically talking about Nolan Smith. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just Nolan Smith. It's just who? Nolan Smith. We'll Might see. suck. Yeah, we'll see. Might suck. We'll but, see. but we don't know for sure. Um... <laughs> it's so sad when he was like he had a good game against the Bucks. It's like yeah, dude. All right, so he had it. Okay, he had. His, uh, he was fine against the Bucks. He also instead of trying to tackle a guy on the end around, tripped him. Tripped him. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. No, I I, I agree. Like re- relax. <laughs> Who's a brighter future, Ricky Council or uh, no? Ricky Council. <laughs> um, but I think the Sixers right now are not coaching from a, from a, from a perspective of development. Like I think they're playing Ricky Council because he's been legitimately like one yes. of the best like six players, five players or whatever. Toby has not been, but I still think that they are so committed to him financially for the rest of the year, and I don't think it should matter. But like, I just don't think they're going to bench him. I, I think like he's a I don't leader on the team him. too. Like, I think there's oh, lock sick. He does the whole like dumb thing before the game where he looks around and like. So I, I mean, he clearly is like a vocal leader in that locker room. I don't know how that goes over if you bench him. Uh, Your point about Clay is good, but they're just it's they're a better run franchise, right? So like. But but like the even the Toby thing, the fact that we're here again, you know, it's part of it's part of why the Maury fear comes comes back to me. Like Toby could have been gone at the deadline, could have been gone last year. Like to keep running it right. back with Toby, Harden, loser. Um, <laughs> like like the, all, the Mo Bamba, like all these guys. Yeah. Like they just don't play. They just don't play winning basketball. Campaign. Campaign. Sure. Yeah. Buddy. Buddy. Yes. Yeah. Like it's just. It's the, the the roster is just littered with these. With, well, with Kelly Oubre. The tough thing too is they're really slipping down the standings. I guess we'll get that at the end of this conversation. But where I was going with that was like, there was a while where you were thinking that when and B comes back, they're set up well. I think it was maybe two pods ago we were optimistic. Yes, it was a different time. <laughs> Do you still feel like when and is back? They have enough pieces around. Because uh, Lowry's been better, I think, than we anticipated. Uh, yeah. I mean, the the Knicks game was really good. Um, Celtics, he was, really, he was kind of just out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And maybe when Embiid's back, it'll make more sense. I do think Embiid obviously changed a lot. And I, think, I think he's coming back soon. You think he's coming back soon? I think he's coming back soon. I wonder at what point if they would consider shutting him down. I don't think there's – I think there's a 0.0% chance. What if it's – it's going to come down to – and I wonder if it gets this bad. I guess it could. Would you rather be like the nine ten seed and play and beat right. or play in, or would you rather just sit them and try to get the highest pick and tank? Um, because I think that's going to be a real discussion, and I think it should be. Yeah, because I like if if you have they don't have all their first round picks going forward. I mean, I know they did, they've done better about it, right? But they have their first round pick this year. 
And I know it's not a great draft class, according to, to Twitter. So I don't know, like, yeah, I was going to say. I'd love to hear your, t- your take on the draft class. Um, but here's a question. Like, would you rather, I guess this is kind of your question, only a little more specific. Would you rather have a top 10 pick or be like, make it to the second round again? You don't know what's going to happen in the second round. I would rather make the second round. I think so, too. I think you have, as long as you have Embiid, you can't. Well, and the, and the other thing is, like, I don't think he would go for it. I, no. I, I think Embiid, saying that he's healthy. Like, if he's coming back and his knee still isn't 100%, like, I would just shut him down. If yeah. his knee's 100% and it's just conditioning, yeah, he, I think he's fine going out there. And he, he wouldn't go for it again because he apparently, it, or it seems as if, he's very concerned about what people are saying about him. Yeah, for sure. Well, did you see the Pat Bev thing where he was talking about? Pat against- Bev noted, uh, now he's like the number one, NBA podcast. Yeah, he's also there. like the number one source for Sixers info, it feels like, <laughs> outside of clap your hands. Yeah. But um, he was saying how before Denver, and I'm paraphrasing here, Embiid was kind of like, I got to get to 65 games. Or whatever. Yeah, that was an interesting quote because we played it, and I couldn't tell if he was thinking that's what Embiid was thinking. Or if Embiid said Or it. if Embiid was talking to him about yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, my initial read on it was that that's what Embiid said. It was too, but... But I'm fine with that too, like... I'm fine with Embiid pushing to try to. Play. Yeah, I'm but the that. only the only problem with it is because Pat Bev also said that he told him to sit two weeks earlier mm-hmm. and that his knee was hanging on by a thread. So <laughs> nice, which seems a little dramatic. Well, I was also like when Pat Bev was talking about the spray they put on his knee. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd love the, to know what the, like, the numbing, numbing spray. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> where you can't. Dude, as feel someone anything. that just had like my mouth numb recently, it's a weird feeling. I can't imagine having your knee numb. You can't even feel it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, don't know. I, I was literally like touching my face and it was like, I wasn't even. Have you recovered from the. I am mostly recovered. Mostly. Good. Yeah. The bottom one still hurts a little bit, but it's not even a pain. It's like a, it's like an uncomfortableness. What's just funny. It's like, I feel like the, uh, like that surgery just changed so much. Like, for me, it changed my life. No, I was talking about oh, like, yeah, the, yeah. like just wisdom teeth surgery in general. Yeah, well, like first of all, you've bounced back pretty well. Like, uh, like I again, agree. You, back you. in the day when people got, they were out of commission. Yeah, I didn't miss any work. It's because you're a warrior. I'm a warrior. Because exactly, you're a right. warrior. Um, but yeah, I just, <laughs> I, I wonder if it gets to a point where there's like, eh. Well, let's look at their we'll, next. We'll sit you down. Let's look at their next few games. The good part is the last five games are absolute cake that are essentially preseason games. What the Eagles said. Putting it out there. I mean, it's what the Eagles said. That was Goddard's uh, yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, So they have the Hornets. Yes. That has to be a win. Is that home? Tomorrow? It is. It is at home. All right. So they're home versus the Hornets. That has to be a win. Uh, they go to Dallas. That's probably a loss. Uh, to the to Brooklyn? Uh, should be a win. Okay. Mm, maybe. I think that's probably a loss, if I had to guess. Um, and then the Grizzlies here. That has to be a win. Like, it's sad. It's sad to say, but I think you have to at least go two and two in the next four games because even the Pelicans, which is you know, Pelicans are good. But then you have the Knicks in a back to back. You're probably losing both of those. Uh, the Bucks probably a loss, obviously based on what happened this past weekend. The Hornets have to win that one, and then it gets hard again. You go, you have the Heat, but then you go west. The Suns, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Kings, the Clippers, the Cavs. Ugh. Like Ugh. they could realistically only win like three or four more games in that until, stretch. Until- so like. And two of them have to come in this next four. Yeah. I don't think we set high goals on this pod. Yeah. But two and two in the next four. I need it. Stay 500. Yeah. Stay 500. Um, yeah. I, it's, it's, it is, uh, it's a dire time. So and I, it, and I it's, it's fascinating to see how the fan base has handled the Sixers. I think, real quick, I think Embiid comes back, if I had to guess, home versus the Cavaliers on March 29th. I don't think he plays the West Coast trip. No. 
So I would say the 29th versus the Cavs would be like the target. And then the playoffs start April 16th. So you have like two weeks. Right. Although Nick Nurse was saying, I guess this would qualify as that, but he was almost talking like they're going to have like multiple weeks. Yeah. Two I don't really consider multiple. Um. Well. I know it is technically multiple, but for me, multiple starts at three. Well, that's like. That's Just like, say two weeks. That's like when people try to tell me, you know, like 1 a.m. is really the, is, 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 is the morning. Yeah, it's not. That's the still the night. The, the morning, morning doesn't start till three. I well, in my opinion, the morning starts once you go to sleep. Sure. Like if I'm up at four a.m., I wouldn't be like. But that's not the, still the next night. You still think that's the morning? No, I think if it's four a.m., I still would consider that the same night. No way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Wait, wait, the, 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 the day didn't, like... No, but I'm saying, like... I get that it is the post morning. Post 3 a.m. is the morning. Pre-3 a.m., still I think night. it depends what you're doing. Like, if you're out at a bar and you're still up drinking at 4 a.m., then I think that's the night. When was the last time you did that? No, it's been a while. I'm just what saying. If you're, what if you're going to the airport at 4 a.m.? Well, again, you will have woken up. So I think, like, the morning is when you wake up, and the night ends when you go to sleep. I think it's very clear. <laughs> Like, you, you, what are you gonna say that you stayed up all night into the morning? I don't think. Yeah. 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 But like, all right. So next next Thursday, right? I'll be driving to the airport at four a.m. Why? Because we're going to Clearwater. Oh, you're gonna be there Thursday and Friday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday okay. morning. We fly back. Okay. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> sound a crack of the bat. Oh man, it's popping. I do think like this sounds corny, but it is true. Like the sounds of baseball. Actually, I have a an opinion. Okay, great. Is it a baseball opinion? Yeah. Awesome. I know. So I think the the Phillies really benefit from starting when the weather gets Correct. Like, I I don't think people could be mad at the Phillies. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Because when you're starting off and you're in clear water, you're on vacation, it's warm. Like, whereas the Sixers start, and it's like, (laughs) it's getting cold. Like, it's darker. The season's Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The Phillies, I think the where on the calendar they play impacts so much how people treat them. No, well, and even that, just like going to a game, it's like you know, it's nice out. You're like drinking, having a Coors Light, yeah. like yeah. And, and 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 again, baseball for most people doesn't matter until like September, right? And then it's just like, and then it's just a ramp up period. No sport goes from zero to like I'm on the edge of my seat. 
like, like baseball, like regular season playoff baseball. But, but where I, where I was going with this was, I will say the sounds of baseball starting, like. Howard Eskin tweeted this. I think it was such a good observation. The sound of even just like them walking across the pavement. Oh, with the, the the cleats. <laughs> yeah. The spikes. Yeah, and then like the, the sound of the the bat. Tell you what, yeah. if you want to start, hey, the smell of the grass. Yeah. If you want me to start welling up on this podcast? <laughs> I, 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 I will talk about baseball, dude. It's great. Well, I actually agree with you though. I actually have hundred percent agreement because think about it. Like the opening, the opening days slash opening nights that I feel like we look forward to the most are baseball and football. Yep. Because football, it's like football yeah. obviously but it's also like fall early fall like you're coming off the summer yeah whatever it's a good portion phillies it's you're coming out of the cold like you can't help but feel up even just watching the game it's, it's like because everyone there is sunny they're on vacation Smiling. like who's going to a clear who's going to a spring training game on vacation and is sitting there in the stands and being like Ugh, this bullpen's not good enough like like everyone's just having fun there yeah, i you, feel like the sixers it's like the season starts it's like October, like November. I wonder if the NBA would ever consider. Well, they should. Like just, just starting the season. I guess later, so they could try to dominate the summer, or try to. What if they played outside? <laughs> would, well, if it's nice you... out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, it was the season be forty games? <laughs> I'm just, well, I'm saying you play some of them outside. Would you start? Would you start the season on Christmas? Talk about joyful. Yeah, I think that would be a good one. Joyful, hopeful. That's a good point. I think from a vibe perspective, starting on Christmas would be good. Yeah, start on Christmas. Really need Embiid to come back. <laughs> <laughs> and then you end the season right before football in like August. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good with that. Yeah, just change everything. I mean, football's already going to take over Christmas. and Yeah, football's going to take over everything. I can't wait for... Yeah. Until basketball. Though. I can't wait. For, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait until like Christmas falls on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And the, and the NFL is still like, eh, we'll yeah, put we'll something Yeah, we'll just play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah agreed. Who cares? Look, they're playing in Brazil on a Friday. I know. So. They don't They don't care um, anymore. Ricky Council is giving me life, though. I will watch the Sixers for Ricky Council. Yeah. he's He is athletic. He cares. He plays hard. Has a surprising touch around the rim. Can't it's, shoot. It's been we'll... a little upsetting for me that Turk wasn't the guy that popped off. Sure. It's got to also be hard for both of them. Well, more so for him, I would guess. Like... You come up with this guy. You both are like, all right, here, we're going to go. And Ricky's playing all the time, and Turk just never plays. Right. It's got to be tough. Um, I will say 16 is a bad number. For, I'm, I'm in on 16. Not for It's not, it's not an NBA number. Um, like 16 is a uh, – Can you think of the last sixer that was 16? I'm almost positive I know who it was. Or at least the one I think of the most. Uh, No. Maurice Spites or Spates. Spates. Yeah. Spates. Yeah, I think he was 16. Most busy. Most busy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who, who could forget? Who could yeah, I think it was 16. I'm pretty sure. You are right. It was 16. I yeah. Just, I I'm sure there's that. been a 16 since then because he's, but. Who could forget he was on the uh, the first Warriors team, the first Warriors championship That's right. Team. That's right. He was special. He was special. Um, What did you, <laughs> what did you think about asking Celtics fans about the <laughs> in-city arena or not, downtown not arena? It was not good. They just, I feel like the Sixers. And and I think people are also on high alert with the Sixers at all. Yeah, times. they're they're definitely in a place right now where they can do no good. They just it feels like they have no idea how to connect with the city. It does feel like they miss consistently. <laughs> they're always they do. disconnected. Like, yeah. I know the Phillies got rid of Dollar Dollar Dog Night tonight today. So Which by the way are, I'm fine with. Are really worked up with. about it. Dollar Dog Night was insane last year. But regardless, here's I think the Sixers, and it's a shame because we've had this debate, like the Phillies like never win outside of the last two years. And they're viewed as like this like fun go lucky team. This and I do think messaging helps. Like the Sixers, it just to your point about the Celtics video 
And did you see that the guy retweeted it? Like the uh, David Edelman or whatever? Oh, nice. There was a tweet like mocking it, and I don't think he picked up on it, and he retweeted it. So. Oh, good. That's, good job by him. That's awesome. Um, but no, I agree. The city, they, they do have trouble. And I think there's just because there's so much baggage. Like people are just mad about all the losing. I don't, yeah. So I, I agree with you. It was just a weird look. Yeah, it was a weird look. It was a weird look. It was yeah. like, oh, man, sweet. So let's take the opinion of Celtics fans. Kerry, I don't know if we've talked about this on the pod. Like, where do you fall on the whole stadium thing? Uh, I know this is, like, going to sound I, – I don't care. Okay, Like, nice. put it like, – 2 put it, like, put it wherever. <laughs> like, I, I, it, I don't know if it's going to deter me from going or not. Like, I'll go when I want to go. But I'm also in my current state where, like, I'm working all the time and I have Walker. Right. And, like, I, You're not I, going to a game anyway. I'm not going to a game anyway. I will say the 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 – Two and a half billion dollar, like renovation plans down. Looks in. cool. It looks cool. They got re- I, like where's Citizens Bank Park? There, am I missing? That's it? That's what I kept looking at. Like, where's <laughs> yeah, the link and where's CBP? Yeah, like, did they not? No, no. Weird. They didn't include the like. I can't picture it. If that makes sense. Right, right. No. So this is what they did downtown. They are uh, at the sports complex. They put out a two two and a half billion dollar like idea. Yeah. Did you see this? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but I couldn't it came find, out yesterday. I, I couldn't find the link, and I couldn't find Citizens Bank Park. Yeah, and I couldn't tell. It was also the Navy Yard. Like, was and it like, down on the it was Navy like a yard? huge hotel, like right on Broad, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so it's weird, but um, also where are people like I don't. If it happens, and they put if they put tailgating in garages, that's also what does. By the way, if it happens, it'll be because of the World Cup. I really well, think I won't that, be done by twenty twenty six. But no, but I think like the pressure around the World Cup to renovate, I think, will help. Sure. Yeah. I can't wait for the World Cup here. Um, like either. if there's international fans coming down to, to the sports Xfinity. Complex. Yeah. Um, so here's my take on the stadium, since I guess this is where we'll go with it. Like, I think the cool thing is to be like, yeah, build it downtown. I like having all the stadiums in South So do I. I think it's in a cool perfect world, them. I hope they stay. Yeah. I think like it's cool having them all close to each other. Downtown stadiums are awesome. Like there is a coolness to it, and it would be new. It would be like first class and all that. But it, I think if you could – if I could pick my ideal like outcome, it would be like to renovate South Philly sports complex area and have them all still be there. I think it's really cool they're all there. By by the way, Buddy Hill had six points against the Celtics. I had I, I, I said thirteen earlier. You're a little off. It was a little off, and those all, all came in the first minute. By the way, nice. The first minute was the back to back threes. I I too. I I would like for it to stay there, and I would like them for them to make it as like sick as possible. Yeah. I just don't think they're gonna stay there. Like, no, I think they, they're gonna get the stadium. They're gonna find some way to to yeah. get out of there because they can't they can't. They can't. I don't, I don't think that they can even advertise their own stuff like in the Wells Fargo Center. No, like, that's all. That's all flyers. Well, do you remember where they did that thing for a little bit, where they put the Wells Fargo logo on the court in like white, so you couldn't really see it. Yeah, I respect that level of pettiness to an extent. They're pretty petty organization. Yeah. Um. Man, this team needs some juice. They need some juice. Uh, I actually brought this up on High Hopes with Seltzer. I'm okay. curious what you think. Excited. Um. So I think we're gonna get a new Sixers arena. Yes. Eventually somewhere, whether it's... Yeah, at Wells within Park. five years, I think they'll be playing, or whatever. It'll be resolved. Do you think that... Do you think we'll get another Eagles stadium in your lifetime? Yes. In my lifetime? In your yes. lifetime, yeah. yeah. Do you think that, that we have another baseball stadium? No. I don't think so either. I do. I think Citizens Bank Park is aged like a fine wine. It's it, perfect. It is the best. Like This is my whole PNC thing. Everyone loves PNC. He's never even been to PNC. I don't have to be there. I've seen it. I've so, seen a picture. You are so annoying. <laughs> like, I just hate, when you do this, it is annoying. I just hate when people do the whole like they go like, "Oh, PNC, like it's such a beautiful ballpark. You it can see is. the river. Like who cares? Like like PNC never hosts any important games. So 
Because I mean, that matters. Like you're the one that talks about the environment of Citizens Bank all the time. By the way, you're not you're you're just not going to bring up the 2013 wildcard game when they're chanting. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that was <laughs> the most important game I ever played there. But I actually read an entire book on that season. What the Pittsburgh Pirates? Why? Because I got I was like in a I went a big kick of reading baseball books. Probably like a year straight, I read like nothing but baseball books. Why? That's interesting. I read like a Harper uh, biography. Okay. I read like. Uh, Astro Ball. I read one on the Pirates. You read Astro Ball? The, yeah, it was awesome. Were you, were you really bored? No, like, I love it. What were you doing? I got really into baseball for a while. Before you knew me, obviously. I think it was like, <laughs> like we worked together, but we weren't, like I didn't know you well yet. Right. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that time. When I was still doing Counterpoint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, oh PNC Park. PNC, how how okay. trashy you think I think is, Citizens yeah. Bank Park is easily the best stadium. In, like, in Philly? Yeah, like the link is not aged well. No. The Wells Fargo has no personality. Citizens Bank, I think they could, they could play be like baseball there for the next 20 years, and I think it would always be one of the best ballparks. I agree. Yeah. I, well, I, 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 I said to like I'd be surprised. And I honestly, I don't want another ballpark. Like, I don't, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they... I do. I, I would be very curious of the Eagles next stadium. I think it's going to have a roof. And I would be upset. <laughs> I just want, I want it to be... The link, I feel like, does not get loud. I agree. I don't think the link is a great home field advantage. No. Like it's a, it's fine. Like an Eagles fans are awesome, but I just there's nothing. Dude, like, like the vet shook. Man. Yeah. Like the link, the link has shook. I think like twice. The the, the Patrick Robinson interception and the lead return and the forty four six game when Oselio Hansen brought it back. Like not. Even what about when they beat the Niners without Brock Purdy? There was no juice. No shaking. There was no juice. <laughs> what about when they beat Daniel Jones and the Giants before? Yeah. That? Yeah. <laughs> that playoff run has not aged well. Well, it's just like they didn't beat anyone. Yeah, you know, like true. they beat the Niners is great. It was just it, there's like a little bit of like I wonder what happens if Purdy plays. Yeah, which the Niners has said all offseason. Um, last thing before we get out of here, uh, do you think that Tobias Harris is deserving of a standing ovation on Friday? Uh, all right. So here's my opinion on the standing ovation thing. I don't want it to become a thing. Me either. Like I've heard, I've heard more and more media members talk about it, and we need to squelch it. Yes. No, I like I'm. You brought it up, and we'll talk about it. And if you're listening at this point, you're a certified real one. So, but see like, see, see you Friday, McGurk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But but like, he, the the ovation thing only worked for Trey Turner. Yes. And it's gonna be a joke, blah blah blah. But like, if we're gonna do it, you have to save it for somebody other than Toby. Tobias Harris is an expiring contract. Yeah. Who has had five years of disappointment. Yes. Who yeah. Trey Turner is very different. Trey Turner thing was a a perfect storm as to why it worked. He's probably gonna turn it around. <laughs> I also don't think like I don't think it impacts Toby. Like I do think Trey Turner felt the pressure. I think Toby would be like, what the fuck? I yeah, I don't yeah. <laughs> what it it's gonna be so funny when like twelve people do it and then like there's video of it and it becomes yeah. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna look like such dorks. I think you need to issue an official statement on Twitter. They're gonna look like such <laughs> yeah, dorks, yeah, I think man. you need to issue an official statement on Twitter about it. <laughs> Please don't do that. Yeah. Official standing ovation guy. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, yeah. wrong guy. Yeah. So and listen, the key to a standing ovation, like Spike again, you know. Took a lot of the ideas of Ike and Company. Yes, of Ike and Company. Um, <laughs> he took uh, back Zach for Zach Wilson. Oh, did up, he? up in New York, try to try to, one. to organize standing ovation. Yeah, gotta gotta pick the right horse. You really lucked out with that. Mm, yes. Yeah, <laughs> you really couldn't have worked out better for you. Well, the good part is is that the the stock has fallen in the last six months. 
<laughs> it's been it's been a roller coaster ride. For yeah, me. your Q ratings take. Yeah, yeah, the Q ratings going up and down. Yeah, but guess what? It's about to be Philly season, so we're back on the. Yeah, I was gonna say back on the back upward on. trajectory. Yes, and it'll be Sixers playoff season. Yep, 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 yep. What do you think about Kellen Moore? <laughs> yeah, oh God, it was so good. What do you think about Kellen Moore? Yeah, I need done. it on a sweater. Yeah. What do you think of Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator? Uh, are we allowed to joke about that yet, or no? I think so. Like we, we yeah. can't. We can't. I think at this point, anyone listening I mean, is. Oh my gosh! Not mad at you about Deep it. Deep breaths. Like it was a funny question. It was a funny question. Can it was you just a, laugh. It's okay. Yeah, it was not everything has to be so serious. But did you mean it as an icebreaker? No. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I was yeah. literally curious. I know. Yeah. It felt like a down portion of the interview. Yeah. It felt like you were moving on. And I was like, oh, it feels like we. And AJ make- was not ready to move on. Well, hold on. He answered the question. I just want that to be pointed out. <laughs> You're he, right. he did answer the question. We should write an article, AJ, on how he feels about Kellen Moore's offensive coordinator. <laughs> he answered the question. He did. That's my that's my final take. Um, listen, hand up. Not the best, but listen. You did you, a good you, job. You, hey, hey, you either win or you learn. Exactly. It's exactly right. And that's what, my that's what the Sixers are doing right now. Not a lot of winning. They're learning though. They're learning. Maxie's learning. learning. Maxie's learning. It's all that matters. Yes. All that matters. Well, uh, come hanging out with us, uh, Fort Washington McGurks uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, Sixers Hornets. Um, we'll have a great time. Great food, and uh, we'll drink some Coors Lights for sure. And they'll win. Okay. For Elliot Sherparks and Jack Fritz, another edition of. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.